Do you ever feel like you are fighting for financial knowledge? Well, now you can get it at no cost or obligation. You can get a copy of our hot off the press 401k survival guide or take advantage of a complimentary consultation valued at over $999. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. This episode of Financial Safari is brought to you by Kevin Frisbee and Frisbee & Associates for all your retirement needs. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. The closer we get to retirement, the more we need to make sure our plan is helping to keep our money safe. On today's show, some ideas and strategies that can help us do just that. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. This is Financial Safari, and in studio with me, of course, Kevin Frisbee. Kevin is author of Every Dime Every Day, a great little book. Uh, he is also uh, contributed to Money Magazine, president of Frisbee and Associates. Hey, Kev, how are you? Hey, great, Steve. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you. You know, we talk about uh, you know keeping our money safe, certainly all the way through retirement, but there are things that we we can't control. And what we thought we'd do this segment is try to come up with some some ways to keep our money safe and and uh, some strategies to do that, I guess. And uh, one of them, and we talk about this every week too, and that's about the investment strategy and and you know making sure we're picking the right ones for us at the right time. Yeah, I think to, to be careful when you if you're close to retirement or already retired, to be careful in selecting your investment, Steve, and 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 managing the risk in the 401k. I think that's as as important or more important than anything else. Uh, it's I th- definitely think it's more important than returns. I mean, it's it's great to get returns in your investments, but managing risk at this point where you're close or into retirement is one of the most critical things that you can do. And uh, that doesn't mean having a uh, a portfolio that you 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 adjust the risk and then just park it there and, and set it forget it you don't want to do that either I think that's that that kind of passive don't pay attention to strategy is uh, could hurt you well uh, particularly if uh, you know if, if we have some major market volatility well and, and certainly <laughs> the market does what the market does but with a 401k um, I, I think the first question that I would have is well wait a minute I don't have any control over that anyway but the bottom line is we do have some control more than what a lot of us think definitely do have uh, control over the 401k a lot of times that the the downside of a 401k is you have limited choices you don't have a huge amount of a choices as far as uh, you know picking and choosing investments, but there are some. Um, if you've got a TSP plan, which is the federal government plan, you don't have a lot of choices with that. You've got uh, really uh, you know it's six, seven choices in the TSP plan, um, but outside in most other 401k or 403b type plans, you've got maybe 16 to 20 uh, choices to look at. And and the key here is. Not to split out your your money uh, amongst all those choices. That that's not the right strategy in right. most cases. A lot of times, is looking at what the choices are within the four hundred one k or the four hundred three b, and then picking something that's going to be close to fitting when you're going to retire. How conservative are they, or how aggressive are they? Um, and and here's the other thing: if you've got uh, you know carefully select your investments, if you're at fifty nine and a half years old or higher, uh, age wise you're better off to look at investments outside of the 401k and then consider doing a in-service rollover and then really take some control. And, and now you can have an active relationship with an advisor like us here, here at Frisbee Associates to look outside to individual retirement accounts and do a rollover. And Even if you're sense. still working, you can do that. Right, and, and which is very nice. And not a lot of people are aware of that at this point. Actually, I'm, I'm quite surprised how many people don't know that if they're still working, they can roll over uh, whatever the balance is of the 401k, and still contribute. Nothing changes and still get the match money and all that kind of thing. The only thing is you've got to be at least 59 and a half. Right. Or if you, if you work someplace else and you rolled in um, from your old uh, employer's plan to your current 401k and you're younger than 59 and a half, you also can move that money outside to a, an IRA account. And again, that's where we can come in and help and, and make some, some recommendations and, and some great guidance 
and what are the options outside of the 401k and help you uh, go about doing that? Well, and in in the same process, it goes on with, uh, you know, we're talking about different ways that we can help keep our money safe, and that is decreasing volatility by diversifying. And again, two words that I think sometimes people hear them and they just sort of glaze over. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you, you look at decreasing volatility. Volatility means that the, the major spikes in market up or down, you don't want to have that. And how do we make that as flat as we possibly can to get you some, you know, some uh, moderate growth, some competitive growth, but not have that that deep dive? Um, that's that's decreasing volatility. And there's there's ways to do that. There's a lot of good things we can look at. Uh, that are available to uh, you know decrease and eliminate that volatility. Sure, and and uh, and understanding our risk level, and and I know we talk about risk a lot, but it's important, and and I think it's important that we understand just from a personal standpoint what that risk level is for us, and and it's and it's yes, it's what makes us comfortable, but it's also what makes sense. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, I talk about something called a portfolio X-ray all the time in our seminars. I talk about it on the radio pretty often, mm-hmm. and it gets to this point right here: know your risk level. You can't tell if you look if you look at your statement if you have investment statements no matter who the company there's a pie chart in most cases on the front of the statement and it might say 60% equities 40% fixed income or 70 30 or 50 50 whatever it might be and you cannot tell the amount of risk in you can guess but you you can't tell the amount of risk in a portfolio based on that that uh, that pie chart so in the portfolio X-ray that we do it's a deep dive a breakdown and we use Morningstar software to do this so. You, somebody brings in their statement to us, Steve, during that consultation. We're going to do that, that that x-ray, and it's going to point out a couple things. Number one, it's going to point out the risk factor, risk level of every single investment in your portfolio. And then it's going to do a, a summary of uh, that portfolio and then say, hey, here's where you're at as far as risk, and it's going to be a number. How much risk do you potentially have if the market has another major downturn? The other thing it's going to point out is how much are you paying in fees and commissions? on your investments. So I'll tell you a quick story. I had sure. a, a a guy recently, a week ago or so, and I met him up in Farmington, and he had come to my seminar up at the uh, Wilton Comfort Inn, and he says, listen, I'm, I'm, I want to I want to do this x-ray you talked about at the seminar because my advisor uh, charged me a fee now of $1,000 a year. And she went from a $500 fee to a $1,000 fee. I'm not going to name the company, but anybody that's listening, if you're paying $500 or $1,000 a year, to, and you're cutting a check to the advisor. It's, there's only one company here in Maine that does that, uh, and it's a national company, and uh, it's the first lot of the alphabet. But that's uh, that's all I'm saying. Steve. All right. Just, you know? <laughs> no. So, so the, the, what happened was we did the X-ray, and he says, uh, "Listen, I, I just know I'm paying some other fees. I just don't know how much besides that thousand bucks that I'm cutting her a check for." I said, "Yep, here's the deal." And he had about seven hundred forty thousand dollars in his uh, investments with this firm, and with this woman. I said, here's what you're paying for fees. When we got, he had a variable annuity, by the way, um, as part of the portfolio. He had everything else in mutual funds. I said, you're paying $14,415 a year Whoa. in fees. Yeah, he couldn't believe it either. But yeah. I said, here it is. Here's the breakdown. He just, he just, he was spe- <laughs> he was speechless. And I said, listen, you thought you were paying a thousand bucks only, and you you knew you thought you were paying, or you you kind of knew you were paying some other fees. You didn't mm-hmm. know how much. And, and you can't tell that unless you do an x-ray like this in detail. So I said, here's my recommendations. Here's my portfolios. Here's a comparison, apples to apples, uh, you know, comparison. And our fees were thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a year less. We still had fees. I mean, I'm not saying we're doing things for free here. We're, right. we're, we're, we're doing, uh, you know, obviously we have a fee structure, but thousands, thousands, and thousands of dollars a year less than what he was paying here, plus... Our risk, he had a 30% risk factor, and our risk was a third of that in a comparable portfolio. Wow. So you tell, he, I mean, I said, yeah, he said, he said to me, hey, you know, uh, we'll, we'll talk this over. I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm, I'm really interested in what you're presenting here. We'll talk this over and, and let us think about it. I said, what do you got to think about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, and, he, and he chuckled just like you just chuckled. He says, "Listen, I, you know, I just we want to talk about it and, and think and you know talk it through and think about it." And I said, I, "I respect that, no problem. Um, I'm never a pressure guy anyway." And so I, I I went on my way and we booked another time to come back. And point being is, I was able to I will be able to save him several thousand dollars a year in fees, get him much less risk than where he's at, and have a comparable rate of return 
Uh, it's a win-win-win for, for him and for me as a advisor. Well, sure. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> the portfolio x-ray, that's worth the, uh, worth the meeting right there, <laughs> right? It, it, it's worth the price of admission. I mean, you can't believe how much information is put out in these reports, but it's detail that clients need to see because it, it, it's their situation. That's it. Here you are, and and you can't. How can I make you know advice uh, or give advice as an advisor, uh, you know, to do something different unless we have a benchmark? Right. So that gives us the benchmark. Well, and again, like you said, and you've said this before, is that you know he he kind of had a feeling about it. Well, you know, listen to that feeling because chances are it's right. And he was he knew. I mean, he knew intuitively. And it just uh, that broke the uh, the back uh, when she increased her charges from five hundred dollars, in addition to the fees, to a thousand dollars just to handle the account. Um, so yeah, that that prompted him to start asking questions, and rightfully so. And and sure enough, it was uh, it was way higher than he thought. Well, yeah, and again, that just stands to reason. Then you're an independent, you're a fiduciary, your whole firm is. I mean, that those two things right there open the doors up to to knowing that you're looking out for me. Exactly right. And I'll, I'll make a, a last comment about that case. The variable annuity had uh, with the company, um, it was a captive company, insurance company that they, that particular company only utilizes, had 3.2% annual fees just in the annuity. Um, so, you know, that added, uh, if I uh, recall, that was about four or $5,000 in fees just in that variable annuity that they had. And he, again, it was, it was pri- very pricey. It was expensive. Sure. So what does a captive annuity mean? What does that mean? Yes, yeah, so a lot of these investment firms have uh, what they call what they what I call proprietary products, captive oh, okay. type companies that I they see. only offer their own products that they had created. Um, so you can tell that those are not fiduciary advisors; those are not people that are working in the best interest of their clients. Because if you're offering a captive portfolio, something that was created by your investment firm, that wasn't de- designed for your benefit. That was designed for the company's benefit. <laughs> right. I just got to tell you. Exactly. And again, folks, if you're interested, and I think we piqued your interest, the phone lines are already lighting up, but let's go ahead and invite folks to call us now and, and uh, you know, find out what's captive and what isn't. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, finally, here we go, a a chance to come on in, sit down, get a financial roadmap put together. You know, Kevin Frisbee uh, can help translate for you a lot of complex financial world. And I mean, we've barely scratched the surface and already it's complicated. Yep, it's a chance for you to get that true practical financial review. So give us a call, 800-998-5649. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review and it shows you where you are right now, absolutely. But most importantly, it does become that roadmap to help get you where you need to be when it comes to retirement. So you've got nothing to lose. Give us a call right now, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Coming up, let's take a look at how retirement has changed in the past 20 years. We'll bring you the top 10 truths about retirement. such a blow to investors. Do it right now. It takes courage to face up to things like volatile markets and Wall Street money traps. If you're worried, unsure, or losing sleep about your money, do something about it. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. We 
are back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Of course, we're hanging out in studio with Kevin Frisbee. Uh, Kevin is author of Every Dime Every Day, president of Frisbee and Associates. We were just talking about it, uh, you know, an independent, a fiduciary, all of that. And, and uh, you know, Kevin, uh, you know, you've been doing this a good long while. You've seen some changes. And, and certainly, I, I think, uh, you know, growing up, we saw our parents and our grandparents. And boy, retirement doesn't look anything like that today. No, nothing like it did in the past. And we get the top 10 truths about retirement, and I don't know if we can get through them right. uh, in one <laughs> segment, but because there's so much, I could go off on a, 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 you know, a many-minute explanation of each one of these, but let's get started on what let's this looks it. like. Sure. And again, this, like I just said, this is not your father's or your grandparents' or your parents' retirement by any stretch. It's, it's just not the same anymore. Exactly. Not your father's retirement. So the days of the 40-year career and working for a company uh, all your life and, and then leaving with a pension are literally uh, basically a thing of the past. And uh, a couple reasons. I mean, our world has changed. And, uh, y- you know, I hardly hear of anybody uh, working for companies now. I, I see com- clients come through that maybe at Bath Iron Works or one of the paper mills that have been there 30 or 40 years or Procter & Gamble or someplace like that. But the the newer people that are in the workforce today will not likely ever have a 40-year career at a company. It's so rare that that is going to happen. Um, in fact, uh, statistic is people will change their workplace seven times in their lifetime. Wow. And so you can never do a 40-year career if you're doing seven changes in your lifetime. And there's a lot of reasons behind that, and I won't get into that detail. But point being is the 40-year career is gone uh, with one company, and the pensions are almost a thing of the past. So really, the the ultimate burden now is on the people. The individual person is now responsible for what happens after retirement and making sure we've set enough aside because, again, we there's no more pensions for the most part. We, we're, we have to be dependent on what our Social Security will be plus whatever we save. And, and you know, you make a good point in that, you know— uh, we still have to do all of the saving part, right? Especially early in our career, saving, 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 saving. But we we need help, especially with the way the the you know the, the the landscape is today when it comes to retirement. We need some help because that distribution phase is critical, and we need we need the help to make sure that we're going to do it right. Yeah, all, all those phases are critical, Stephen. And, and you're right that now you know the savings is even more important, and, if, and you know it's even more important to start younger because you need that multiplication. Uh, and, you know, the compound interest over time, and obviously the younger you start, the better off you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Because now, you know, you think about inflation in the future, you think about cost of living, you think about the fact that, you know, is Social Security going to be there in full payments in the future, or, or are they going to cut that down? Um, you know, pensions are, are going to be a thing of the past. So, again, the, the burden's on the people, particularly the younger people. And, yeah, we've got to set more money aside. We've got to do a good job at that. And we've got to cut debts down, and we need guidance. And and that whole distribution you just mentioned, as far as figuring out how to take money out at right. the the you know the the best possible time, which account to take it from, how to do it tax efficiently, all that stuff is critical parts of the conversation. Right, and, and you know we're talking about some some truths about retirement, and you know, and it's not like our parents, but you know we're living longer certainly than our grandparents, and, and in some cases longer than our parents, and and we have to account for that, we have to plan for that. Yes. Yeah, so when they established Social Security back in the 30s, the average life expectancy was 18 months uh, to live when and collect Social Security. So <laughs> now uh, the expectation is if you're 65 years old today, you likely will live 19 years, never mind 18 months. Uh, so you could have a, you know a couple decades in front of you of collecting Social Security, but the burden now of that is, you know, Social Security is not keeping up with the cost of inflation. It's it's just not the 2.8 percent we we got in 2019 is the biggest increase that anybody's had in six or seven years. So you know we and we've had three as uh, years of zero mixed in there for the last several years. Wow. So that's part of it. So again, you're going to need to save additional amounts of money particularly if you do live a couple decades or longer, because you're going to need to, you know, keep up with cost of inflation and, and just maintain a lifestyle. Exactly. Well, you know, you think 25 or 30 years in retirement. I mean, sometimes our careers only go 30 years. So that means you've got to, you've got to support yourself for the same amount of time that you were working, only a, a you're not working. A third of your life is, is being not unemployed, basically, in retirement. And maybe not fully unemployed, meaning a lot of people do reinvent themselves and maybe go do something they've always wanted to do, whether it be for money or not, doesn't matter. But again, it's a whole realm that is has to be thought of and planned for. And, uh, and, and you, you should be thinking about and, and maximizing that planning during your working years so that you can 
go out and enjoy that that third year life at the end and not have to worry about additional incomes and, and who knows whatever might come up. <laughs> right. Well, and again, you have to take care of yourself. I mean, physically and mentally and, uh, you know, to make sure that, <laughs> you know, you're going to be taken care of. But yeah, I think so, a lot of us do. I mean, I'd look at my parents. I mean, I lost them both to cigarettes. I mean, lung cancer, right? And we're not doing that anymore. Thank goodness. You, you just don't know. I mean, my grandfather, you talk about working for a company. He worked for Gillette for 30-plus uh, years. Maybe, maybe it was close to 40 years, and he retired with a, a great pension. Well, 62 in six months, six months after he retired, he died of a, a you know, heart attack out of the wow. blue. Yeah. My grandmother today is 89 years old, and she still collects his pension. So again, that was something that generation could, you know, basically take to the bank and take as that that uh, that that support that they could have that income the rest of their lives. Well, that again, you don't see that anymore. You hardly see that with people coming in that have worked for a company again with pensions. Oh yeah. So yeah, the, yeah, it's the unexpected things happen. At the end of the day, you've got to prepare for anything that might happen, and you know you're better to err on the the side of saving more money than you need then, you know, not saving enough for sure. <laughs> Very, yes, exactly. And, you know, and you've said this before that, you know, there's more to retirement than money. Yes, the money's important. But again, even in your own job, you, you talk about too how you, you have to have, you know, you put on the different hats at various times during the conversation. Definitely. I, obviously, we, we talk, I'm a financial advisor, we talk a lot about money planning. But at the end of the day, it's not all about that. I, I, t- I have great conversations with people. And I love picking the brains of figuring out what people are going to do with their time. Because a lot of people just want to, you know, do what they want to do when they want to do it. And that might be kayaking or riding a mountain bike or hiking or whatever, fishing, anything like yeah, anything, that. Anything, sure. A lot of that stuff doesn't take a lot of money at all. That's just healthy things that you can do outside in, in the great, beautiful state of Maine or travel during the winter months or ski if, you, if you're, if you you know, skier mm-hmm. here in Maine. There's a lot of stuff that you can do that don't cost huge amounts of money. Uh, money obviously helps take the burden off, the worry off of, uh, again, living a long, long time so that if you need health care, uh, additional healthcare monies or, or budget down the road, which a lot of times happens, uh, you, you know, you can pay for that stuff and not have to change your lifestyle. Absolutely. And, and you know, we talk about time and, and, you know, we always think there's more time, but really the older we get, it just it becomes very clear. Time goes really quickly and, and, and there's never enough. Hi, you know, I hear all the time, right, Steve? People get older and say, you know, time goes by faster the older you get and all of a sudden, you know, another five years is gone. And I had somebody here just a couple of days ago saying, oh my goodness, I've been free- retired four years and I can't even believe that four years I'm looking back that uh, that I've left the job already because it seems like it was yesterday. And so I hear that commentary all the time, um, and and that's a good thing in some ways. That means they're 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 not sitting home moping around with nothing to do. They're staying pretty active, and all of a sudden, time does fly by, and uh, that's a good thing. At yeah. the end of the day, you know, you want you don't want to be uh, a, a, you know having your time drag along. That means you're probably sitting home. Uh, not doing much with your life, and that that could be really negative. Oh yeah, absolutely. One of the other things that uh, that becomes part of your conversation with people is is the uh, the end of life decisions, and and we often put that off, and we don't want to talk about it, and and a lot of us don't want to think about it, but we have to face that. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, you, we talk about end of life decisions all the time because I talk about the legal planning when people come in. I'm not an attorney, obviously, but I've got. Uh, great relationships with attorneys that give free consultations to my clients. So um, I want to make sure my clients are, are taken care of with their legal planning, whether that be uh, the healthcare directives, the financial power of attorneys, uh, a trust, the irrevocable trust to protect from nursing home, a revocable trust to protect from an ex-spouse, um, all kinds of things that could be out there as things. Again, my job, first and foremost, is to have a conversation with people, but ask questions and raise questions so that people are aware of some of the things that they hadn't even thought about when they come in. Sure. And so, you know, I've got so much experience with with talking about the legal pieces. Um, it's got to be, and then at the end of life decisions, it's got to be talked about. How, who's going to be your beneficiaries? Well, my my kids are my grandkids. Well, how old are your grandkids? Well, they're, they're five and six years old. Well, let's talk about that because you don't, you never want to leave your five and six year old grandchild or children as beneficiaries on any account. No. So we, there's a there's a better way to do this and that's with some specific legal planning. Sure. And again, you know, so what we've done here is kind of gone over some some facts about retirement. And and if we've uh, sort of got your uh, thinking, folks, then now would be a great time to give Kevin a call, set up a time, and let's just talk about that plan, put it together. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, 
we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new, hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, Kevin, that sounds fantastic. Here is your chance to come on and sit down and begin to put together that financial roadmap. Well, maybe you're looking for a second opinion. Great time to do that, too. Kevin Frisbee and the team can well, take a lot of complex financial world and make it something that's pretty clear and easy to understand. Here's your chance. You get a true practical financial review. It's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. You're going to receive that comprehensive financial review, and it shows you where you are right now. Yes, but most importantly, it does become a roadmap, a guide that can help get you where you need to be to get you where you want to be when it comes to retirement. Right now, give us a call, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. The old saying, you don't know what you don't know, is true. Coming up, things you should know, but maybe you don't. You will soon. We'll be right back to clarify. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose 40% of your nest egg like so many did in 2008. Many people want safety and guarantee of principal, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. Now you can have both. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. We are back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall in studio, of course, uh, Kevin Frisbee. Uh, Kevin, author of Every Dime Every Day. He's also president of Frisbee and Associates and so much more. Now, we talk about Social Security in one form or another, I think, every week. But I'll tell you what, it's and every time we do, Kevin, it, you know, people respond because I think there's so much confusion about Social Security, about what you can do, what you should do, what are my options? I don't know. I mean, so this time I thought we just kind of go through and, and break down Social Security sort of one step at a time and, and uh, see where it leads us. Sure. We do know that we pay into it every every time that we get paid, whether it's once a week, once a month, whatever the paycheck comes in, 6.2% um, of it is going out, at least. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, yeah, at least 6.2% is uh, the, if you're an employee and you have a W-2, they're taking 6.2% out to uh, throw into the Social Security bucket of money. But your employer is also paying 6.2% uh, to match that. So there's 12.4% that's being paid out to the Social Security uh, you know, bucket of money uh, from your paycheck. And if you're self-employed, and a lot of people here in the state of Maine are you know, sole proprietors and self-employed people, they, and they all know this, you're paying the full 12.4% of uh, their income uh, to Social Security. Obviously, as a self-employed person, you can deduct that, half of that, I should say, as a tax deduction, uh, but you're still uh, liable to pay that full amount in the 12.4%, which is a substantial amount for That's some self-employed people here in Maine. Yeah. yeah, it's a so, chunk, chunk of change. Absolutely. And again, so I didn't realize this, but there is a there is a cap on Social Security um, that uh, the Social Security taxes, and so explain that and and how that works and and what that means. 
Yes, so a lot of people don't know this, and uh, we encounter this sometimes, not not often here in the state, but, but sometimes. So if you make $132,900, that's the, the max income that you're going to be taxed uh, for your Social Security on. Anything, so example, if you make $200,000 a year, only you're only going to pay the Social Security tax on $132,900. And some people say, well, that's unfair, you know, it's not right. Well, th- let's look at the other side of that. The uh, you're also capped on the amount of Social Security benefit you can get. Right. So again, yeah, it sounds like, and I've heard this from some of the politicians. Hey, we're going to raise the limit, and it sounds like it's fair because you know people some in some view or eyes aren't paying their fair share. But that at the end of the day, they're capping the amount of Social Security benefit you can get. If they if they raise that cap and make it unlimited. They need to raise the limit on how much you can make on your Social Security payments when you retire as well. Sure. that That's the fair thing. So th- there is a cap, just to let you know. That goes up small increments every single year, like a cost of limit adjustment. That does bump up. But but again, that's that's the way that is. You're, you're capped at how much Social Security uh, you need to pay uh, on on an income level. So do I mean? So let's say someone was a high earner and they and they made over that, and and so then maybe that happened in um, you know November. So you've got you know November December. So could you just it would make sense just to save that extra money, right? I mean, be aware of it and and pull it out and save it. Yeah. So again, there are a lot of instances I see self-employed people and and some higher earners uh, here in Maine. Um, that do make more than 132,000, and, and again, at the end of the day, um, you only have to pay that taxes on the, the 1329, and anything else. A lot of times, what we'll do, Steve, is we'll look at doing some some increased uh, 401k or IRA contributions or something okay. like that um, with that extra money, and uh, that that's usually a sensible thing to do. And then you're limited if you have a high uh, earnings, you are uh, if you're phased out of how much you can do into IRAs, you're phased out and how much you can do in the Roth, depending on your income level as well. So. Again, it, it can be touchy uh, with with what we can do, but you know, particularly if you're self-employed, we can do a simple IRA, and there's there's higher limits of contributions. So that's a whole other topic by itself that we can talk oh, yeah. about uh, another time, as far as how much you can do and strategies to uh, figure out how to increase those contributions to retirement accounts. Uh, if you need to, or if you want to, eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. That's the number, folks. If that uh, if that's of interest to you, we'd love to hear from you. Thirty five years of earnings. Uh, <laughs> tell me what that means. Yeah. So there's in in how they calculate the Social Security payments. There's bend points, uh, income bend points, and it's a thirty five year formula. So uh, what that means is it's not like pensions. You know, I, I see some some firemen, uh, some policemen, some people that have pensions. Uh, you know, postal workers, let's say, that break their back, uh, working as much overtime, doing 80 hours a week if they could in that last three years of their working uh, career because their pensions are based on the highest last three years uh, of their of their earnings. So they try to do as much as they can to, to bump up their paychecks. Well, Social Security is not like that. It's not based on the last highest three years. It's based on a 35-year formula of the last 35 highest years. So if you get some uh, lower earning uh, earning years in there, some zero years in there, and you're above 35 and you continue to work, they're going to knock off those lower years. It's not going to make drastic differences in your Social Security benefit. It will help it, but it's again, it's the point is it's not like a three-year formula like like a pension is. So right. if if you start if you slow down your work in the next couple of years and then retire you're not going to find huge decreases in your Social Security payments at all. But I mean, that's great to know. And and and, and again, I think it's the the misinformation out there that can that can cause more harm than than not. I've I, you're absolutely right. I've said, I've had people come in and say, "Oh my goodness, I don't have to work 80 hours a week to you know make sure I'm going to have maximum Social Security." And I'm like, "No," and and they've literally gone down to cut their hours down to you know, 30 or 40, whatever that might be, sure. instead of working all that extra overtime. But they they weren't doing it for the money. They were doing it for the long-term pension that they thought they were going to have as far as an increase in, in Social Security payments. Absolutely. The uh, So let's talk about average monthly payments. So what is it? Is there such a thing? And, and what do you see as a, as a general rule, as an average that someone would get from Social Security? You know, there's obviously it depends on their earnings years. Well, of course, and, yes, uh, yes. you know, nationally, the average, I can tell you nationally, the okay, average good. is Go about ahead. 1400 and Sixty-one dollars a month, almost fifteen hundred dollars a month nationally. Okay. Um, you know that's uh, that's in t- twenty nineteen. The retired couples bring in an average of twenty-four forty-eight a month in Social Security payments. So again, it, that uh, it's adjusted each year to keep up with inflation, as measured by the the CPI index that the the government says that they think the inflation rate is. 
Um, the, the point being is, you know, if somebody has uh, a job that they've worked in one of the local paper mills for, you know, a lengthy period of time or uh, Bathion Works or, you know, Procter & Gamble or any of these places um, and they retire recently, they're going to have $2,300, $2,400 a month in Social Security benefits, not the fourteen sixty, or not the fifteen hundred dollars national average. You get a, you remember the the, the fifteen hundred dollars national average, the fourteen sixty one, includes all the people that have been retired for the last twenty years, still collecting Social Security. Sure. They might be collecting seven or eight hundred dollars a month, and it just hadn't adjusted very much because of uh, the low uh, inflation adjustments. So, a lot of people that have had good earnings years for the last you know thirty plus years have have come in and, and started to collect. You know, like I said, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-six hundred dollars a month, whatever that might be, and uh, that that plus a spousal benefit or, or a spouse that works uh, the same amount of time, you can have a pretty decent income here in the state of Maine, just in Social Security, uh, not counting any uh, retirement incomes. Think about that. If you've if you've been a good saver, if you've if you've you know IRA, four hundred one k, whatever that is, if you put together a good savings, then that Social Security, what a what a great bonus essentially that becomes a you know to just make our money last longer in the lifestyle that we want to live. Yeah, no doubt about it. So if you if you get two working spouses and they retire in the household, and let's say they have an average of four thousand dollars a month in total Social Security, that's fifty thousand dollars a year. And that's not counting anything coming out of the retirement accounts. So uh, if, in, in a case like that, let's say they work for companies, like paper mills, let's say, for you know, 20, 30 years. Well, a lot of times they, they've saved three or 400000 apiece in uh, 401k. So let's say they've got uh, $400,000 apiece in their 401ks. That's $800,000. If they're only taking the interest off of that, let's say uh, just a, a 5% interest off of that, that's $30,000 in interest from their retirement accounts, plus the $48,000 in Social Security, you're talking $78,000 a year nice. without even depleting the principal of your retirement account. So that's... Sign me up for that, Kevin. Sign me up for that. Yeah, sign me up for that. And that's a great strategy. A lot of people say, hey, I want to take the interest off my accounts because I don't want to deplete it because, you know, the surviving spouse or partner will need that money to, to you know, supplement the lost income. Of course. Yep. Of course. Um, and I know we're up against the clock here, but let's talk about, I know we could do a whole segment on this, but the uh, eligibility to claim Social Security begins at 62. Not necessarily the best idea, not always a bad idea, but again, it's worth having a conversation. Yeah, absolutely worth having a conversation. So I do the Social Security planning reports where people can come in and we can look at, and I can do three or four strategies showing the break-even points, when's the best time to potentially collect based on your situation, uh, you know, it, sometimes I've told people, you know, you ought to think about collecting at 62 if you if you haven't already. Um, there's a lot of factors here, longevity, uh, he, current health situation, other investments, other pensions or not pensions. Um, and some people have to have the conversation saying, you know, you, 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 you got to wait until 70 because you need that higher amount because you're not going to survive 20 years from now if you don't maximize your Social Security because they haven't done a good enough job saving uh, retirements, or because they don't have a pension, they've got to try to maximize Social Security. So it, it, everybody's got a different situation, Steve. So one thing, we'll look at the data and do the Social Security planning reports. And right. next, we'll have the conversation about all the other uh, life factors that might make a decision on uh, when we recommend to take it or not. Well, I think, I mean, again, what a great opportunity, folks, to to come on and sit down and talk with Kevin about Social Security or, or any other part of retirement. That's right, or anything else they want to talk about. For the next 10 callers who will call in today... We're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Okay, folks, here it is. This is a chance to come on in, sit down, and begin to put together that financial roadmap, whether you're working with your IRA, your 401k, what about Social Security? Well, let Kevin Frisbee and the team begin to translate for you a lot of complex financial world into something that's that's clear and easy to understand 
Here's your chance. It's a true practical financial review, and it's a phone call away, 800-998-5649. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review that Kevin just talked about, plus all the extras. And you'll find that when you leave, you'll end up with essentially a roadmap, a guide that can really help get you where you need to be, where you want to be when it comes to retirement. Keep that lifestyle. Give us a call, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Coming up, another week and another round of questions from listeners. We'll answer as many as we can when we come right back. You've spent your whole working life building up your nest egg, saving enough to last you into your retirement. Now is the time to protect that nest egg. As you're heading into the financial red zone, it's crucial you preserve your assets as you continue building toward your dream retirement. Call Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Again, that's 800-998-5649. And we are back. One final segment of Financial Safari for the weekend. Uh, Kevin Frisbee is here. Kevin is author of Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee and Associates. He's a fiduciary, an independent. Well, the whole firm is. And, and again, uh, those are two key things. We talked about that earlier, but the importance of being an independent as well as a fiduciary. I mean, that was, you know, you were sort of, uh, you know, just kind of driven to that. And, and, and it just made sense. Well, as we t- uh, talked about in uh, one of the earlier segments today, you know, that whole independent, uh, you know, independent fiduciary advisor, uh, that was the road that I could only see. I I never understood the captive advisors, agents that work for XYZ company. And uh, they, you know, again, they have one product portfolio. To me, that's not working on the best interest of clients. It's just, it can't be, It, it never will be. So again, if people really understood, Steve, that the independent advisor versus the, the captive advisor, um, they, they would, be asking questions and, and probably making some changes. There's no doubt in my mind. Well, I mean, do you think too that that you know? And I, I'm not trying to take anything away from any other anybody else, right? But I mean, you know, when you go with one of the big names, there is a certain comfort level with that. Well, that, that's the point right there. So one of the big national box stores, uh, you know, Edward Jones, one of them, Ameriprise, another one. Sure. You go on and on. Those are all national what I call uh, captive uh, agencies, well, they, they, for the most part, do a decent job. I'm not throwing them under the of bus course, at all, but course. those are the companies that, uh, you know, they've got proprietary investments that were created by these companies. They've got the variable annuities that were created by the, the companies that they have. And, uh, you know, to me, uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You know, a client, an investor needs to have the, the big scope of everything available. And, Again, the independent advisor route is the the best way to go because as an advisor, we can go to the market and find out. Uh, and by the way, the, the the companies that we use to hold the money for our clients are, are TD Ameritrade and Fidelity. So also right. national firms. So again, you can work with a national or an independent advisor that has national firms that that we do business with. So I I, I think when people explore that a little bit more and understand that even though we're independent, we are working with national firms to hold the money and and uh, you know that. There's a couple of with that as well, so it's just an, an unknown. People don't don't know right, um, exactly. until they have the conversations. You know, sure, sure. All right. Well, we do have some questions. Let's get to some of those, uh, Kevin. Uh, we've got Pete in Dixfield. Uh, he says, "I've not yet retired. I'm considering purchasing an immediate annuity using all the funds in my 403b plan upon retirement. Would the annuity distribution satisfy required minimum distributions?" How will placing the entire amount of the annuity be taxed? How will the monthly payments be taxed? Wow, he's got a lot of questions there. Yeah, well, a lot of questions there. But uh, first thing that stood out right here, Pete, uh, and thanks for writing in, by the way, uh, in Dixfield, um, you don't want to put all of your money in an immediate annuity, and you've given up control uh, by taking an immediate income. So uh, that's not, based on what you're telling me, that's not a good thing right from the get-go. Um, to answer your other questions, would the annuity distributions uh, satisfy your requirement of distribution? Likely, uh, the answer is yes, because your requirement of distribution uh, requirement, percentage-wise, it starts at 3.65%. So if you if you do have an immediate annuity, usually they're going to pay you out six or six and a half percent, maybe even high as, as high as seven percent in income. Um, and then uh, you know, how will placing the entire amount in an annuity be taxed? It won't be. It's going to be considered a rollover, so you okay. won't be taxed until you do the withdrawals, and then the monthly payments will be taxed at your ordinary income level. But I, I would step back here for a second and figure out, all right, 
maybe put some of the money into an immediate annuity for income purposes and then keep some money aside that you've got liquid because that's what if something happens you need some some access to some money right. and, uh, and and if you do that within an annuity and then turn it on uh, as an immediate annuity as income you give up control to get access to that money it's not a good idea let's go to Jamie in Old Town he's uh, I don't know if it's a he or she um, let's see my current advisor group only invests in stocks and ETFs my new advisor group only invests in their own products if I sell off my current advisor holdings will I incur extra income and pay more income tax on the sell-off I have six account types two Roth IRAs one traditional IRA one SEP IRA and two regular investment accounts wow uh, Jamie needs to give you a call, Kevin. Well, that just gets to the point I made, uh, you know, just a couple minutes ago. Right. My current advisor, it sounds like an independent advisor doing stocks and ETFs. That's a lot of what we do here at Frisbee yeah. Associates, um, primarily because it keeps the cost down and uh, and we've got some more control over the portfolio. The new advisor group only invests in their own products. That's exactly what I just said. Why would you go to a captive uh, organization or advisor that has their own proprietary products. Those products were not designed for the benefit of the client. I promise you that. There's additional costs that go, go with that as profit to the companies and the advisors on the other side. So, uh, yeah, Jamie, you ought to call, call me. Let's sit down in, in, in Old Town's just a, you know, a couple miles from my brewer office. Let's sit down and walk through this, and maybe I can make some, some clearer sense to you. Uh, but to answer your question as far as taxes, if you do decide to go the route that I don't think is the best route for you, um, the two Roth IRAs, the traditional IRAs, and the SEP are okay to go. You can transfer those over with no tax of I implications. But the two regular investment accounts that are not IRA accounts will probably have some capital gains attached to that But you know, when you move it over. So, the, again, there's some things you got to get straight and understand, I think, before you make that the nesty plunge. Uh, we call it, and I don't necessarily <laughs> think the nesty plunge to a captive group is the best way to go. I think you're probably right there. Again, 800-998-5649 is the number. Uh, let's see. we got time for some more here. Uh, Leaf is in Kenduskeg. Um, he says, I was advised to roll my 401k plan from a previous employer into a traditional IRA, which I did. I haven't made any contributions to it since rolling it over, and it has grown very little. I have a 401k with my new employer. Should I roll my traditional IRA into my new 401k account? I feel that if I combine them, my money and 401k will grow the most. I was advised to leave my traditional IRA at the company that it's at, so I'm just not sure what my best option is. That's an interesting question. Well, first of all, let's go to the last point there. You were advised uh, to leave the, the traditional IRA at the company that it's at. I'm going to guess you were advised by the advisor that is trying to manage it. Um, to leave it there, uh, you know, and, and my my take on that is if he's not growing it necessarily, although to be fair, we've had a flat market this past year. Um, so I know uh, some of the portfolios have been flat. And, mm -hmm. uh, and in fact, we've been proud to say uh, for 2018, when the market was down five and a half percent, we were flat in our portfolios, which means we had no loss uh, and, and, and minimal gain. Um, that to me is a win when the market's down five percent to, to say to the client, hey, we're flat. Um, I, I was happy to say that actually in a lot of cases, but of so let's be fair here, Leaf. You know, if if it was this past year and your market and your IRA is flat, uh, that's probably understandable. I, I wouldn't try to jump the gun necessarily and move it into your current four hundred one k. Having more money in your current four hundred one k doesn't mean it's going to grow better. Um, you know, and and you might want to just keep some diversification, keep it outside. It, let's let's do this. You know, if you heard the show earlier today, we talked about the portfolio X-ray. Let's put your advisor to the test and come in and do the X-ray, and maybe I can confirm that hey, it was a flat market and they did decently for you. Or maybe we'll find something differently. Maybe we'll find that they could have or should have done better for you. And if you'd have done something differently, let's do a comparison of that and uh, and put it to the test. Uh, and then make a decision on if you move it or not. Yeah, oh, great idea. Um, 800-998-5649 is the number you can call uh, and get yourself in, and, and uh, I think that's a great idea. Uh, let's see, we got time for one more quick one. Jessica is in Falmouth and says, uh, an IRA is being willed to me. If I inherit it before the age of 59 and a half, can I have it sent directly to my own IRA? What are the tax implications? Uh, inherited IRAs, is that, that seems to be uh, fairly common these days. It's become more common, so so, yeah, Jessica, That's first of all, thanks for writing in. But the IRA is being willed to you. Uh, if you're younger than 59 and a half and you inherit it, you, you cannot roll it to your own IRA. It has to stay uh, as what they call a beneficial inherited IRA. And it'll have the name of the deceased person that you know passed it to you 
as the uh, as the uh, part of the IRA ownership. So what that means is you have to take minimum distributions based on that deceased person's age. So if they're older than 70 and a half, even though you're younger than 59 and a half, you've got to take those distributions every single year based on their life expectancy and based on the IRS chart uh, that is out there. So be, ca- be careful with that. The answer to here is no, you cannot roll it to your own IRA. It has okay. to stay as a, an inherited beneficial IRA. Okay, all right. That, well, good to know. 800-998-5649. In fact, let's, uh, let's just open up the phone lines one last time today, Kevin, and invite folks to call and uh, come on in and get their questions answered. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. They don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, here we go, folks. This is now your opportunity, last one today, to give us a call. Come on in, sit down, and let Kevin and the team at Frisbee & Associates translate for you a lot of complex financial world. Make it something that's very clear and easy to understand. Here's that chance for you to get a true practical financial review. So give us a call, uh, 800-998-5649. You're going to receive that comprehensive financial review, plus all of the extras as well. And you're going to find out where you are right now. But most importantly, you'll find that it's a roadmap that can help get you where you need to be, where you want to be when it comes to retirement. You've got nothing to lose. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, wow, these shows go by so quickly. Yeah, they they, they always fly. But we have so much to talk about, Steve. And it just seems that, you know, in conversation, all of a sudden the hour is gone. So exactly. uh, I will leave one thing, uh, you know, talking about uh, one of these last questions in, in leaving Kinduskeg. You know, we talked today about the portfolio x-ray and then, you know, putting your advisor to the test. Anybody that's listening, take advantage of that uh, consultation. Call us up and come and get that x-ray done and put your advisor to the test. Even if it's yourself, if you're managing your own funds, let's do the x-ray and do the comparison and see if you, you really need to make some changes or if you're in a good spot or not. Absolutely. Great idea. 800-998-5649. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We do hope you found the information we presented today helpful. And the good news is we'll be back again next week. New topics, new questions, that and more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.